I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is state rep for the 8th District, Brad Clippert, who's running for Secretary of State. Today's episode is brought to you by us here at Be Vigilant. Thank you guys again for tuning in on American Christian Network, Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. Brad, how are you today? Doing very well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, once again, thanks for taking your time out of your day to tell people about who you are and what you've got planned for this state. You are a state rep in the 8th District. Is that correct right now? That is correct. I'm currently serving in the as the 8th Lep legislative representative from the 8th district position one awesome so a little bit about you if anybody doesn't know who you are where you're from originally and uh, maybe a little bit of your history well born and raised in sunnyside washington and uh let's see here uh, just retired in january from uh 34 years of uniform military service 20 of those years i served as a helicopter pilot for the army and so 34 years of vet, uh, veteran, and now I'm working on my 30th year as a law enforcement officer. I started in uh, law enforcement with the Pierce County Sheriff's Office in Pierce County, Washington. Now I work for the Benton County Sheriff's Office in Benton County, Washington, and uh, have done that job now, like I said, for 29 years, working on my 30th year, work as a school resource officer for two different school districts. Absolutely love the kids, the communities I serve, love my job as a law enforcement officer, and uh, have a master's degree in, in teaching. And my bachelor's degree is from uh, Northwest University in Kirkland, where I have a double major of uh, behavioral science and biblical studies. Wow. So you've just been sitting on your hands for the last, your whole life, right? That, <laughs> public service is what stuck out to me the most. If it was teaching, if it was law enforcement, military, thank you again for all your service that you've done for us. What drew you into politics then? Well, you know, I was, when I was stationed in Bosnia, the Columbine incident took place. Hmm. Um, so that was one of the major straws in the camel's back that caused me to run. Also, when I worked for Pierce County, I was a, a, a Superior Court deputy in the Superior Courts, and three times I saw um, defendants go before the judge in arraignment, and when the judge would ask counsel, counsel, how does your client plead? Counsel, uh, the defendant themselves would speak up and say, your honor, I plead guilty. I just want to pay my debt to society and get this over with. And never one time in arraignment in Pierce County Superior Court did I see a judge accept a guilty plea from a defendant. So that cost the taxpayers hundreds and thousands of dollars because it's certainly legal for a judge to accept a guilty plea from a defendant at uh, arraignment, but I never saw that happen. And that was another major straw on the camel's back. So when I heard that um, Maria Cantwell had defeated Slade Gordon, um, that's when I heard, uh, felt the Lord tell me in my spirit that I want you to run. So I ran for U.S. Senate twice, of course, did not win. And then when Shirley Hankins' seat uh, came open in the 8th Legislative District, where she said she was not going to run for a re-election, my wife and my children and I were driving home from church, and I looked at my wife and I said, what do you think about me running for Shirley Hankins' open seat? My, my wife, having already gone through two campaigns, said not an ounce of me wants you to run for that open seat. 
we traveled down the road about another quarter mile. And I said, you know, I have to, right? She goes, I know. And uh, we won that year in 2008. And I have been uh, reelected seven times now to that position and serving my 14th year as a state legislator. That's awesome. And you got to give a, a shout out to strong backing wives that have, you know, we can't do it on our own. And so for her to only take a quarter of a mile to realize that uh, that's what God needed you to do. That's awesome for her. And we appreciate all her sacrifices. You've been a public servant for so long as well. Absolutely. So uh, this year you did run for U.S. Congress for Dan Newhouse's seat, correct? That is correct. Uh, Dan Newhouse's voting record uh, has not uh, met my standards. Mm -hmm. So I did feel called and led to run for uh, uh, the 4th Congressional District this year. There were like seven or eight candidates uh, running for that position. And it was so divided that uh, the incumbent went on to the uh, general election along with the uh, Democrats. So, yep, I ran and did not go from the primary to the general. So um, the story <laughs> it brings us to where we are here today. Yeah. And if anybody's listened to the show before that's in central Washington, you've heard me badmouth Dan Newhouse. He's a rhino. He voted to impeach Trump and waste more of our tax dollars. Don't listen to what he has to say about he's pro-farmer. He is bought and paid for by the establishment, and Brad Clipper would have been a much better choice. But I think the state of Washington is in a much better situation now with you running for secretary of state, and we thank you for doing that. So why secretary of state? You know, it's very interesting that you say that. You know, after uh, the results came out from the primary elections and I saw uh, what percentage of the vote I carried, uh, the Lord and I had some uh, uh, several conversations. Uh, I was the one who did all the talking. Basically, he laughed as I shared with him what I thought were my plans for success. Mm -hmm. And uh, then um, the phone rang and a group of Republican leaders from around the state had gotten together and they needed someone to go to Springfield, Missouri to represent Washington state to speak to the topic of election security. Well, there is no election security in Washington state. So I was honored to represent Washington state, went there, spoke on behalf of Washington state, left that stage to a standing ovation. About three days later, that same group of Republican leaders gathered around the state and said, we need someone to run as a writing candidate for Secretary of State because none of our Republicans made it from the primary to the general. Once again, too many candidates running for the same position as Republicans divided the vote. And so they asked me if I would consider running for Secretary of State. And I said, uh, said after much prayer, deliberation, and speaking to wise counsel and to my wife, uh, I said yes. Well, we thank you for that. And me personally, when I looked at the people that were running for Secretary of State, I didn't I looking at your record as a legislator, I am much more comfortable writing your name in. And that's what I want everybody to get out is Brad Clippert is a write in for secretary of state. I would love to see that succeed because secretary of state here, we had a Republican and I'm using air quotes until she went to work for the Biden regime. That's kind of funny, I think, but that's neither here nor there now. What, uh, what issues besides just being a porous election integrity that we have here, what issues do you think the Secretary of State can address right away? Well, absolutely, positively, you, know, you, you talked about a porous election um, process here in Washington State. Uh, my goal is to make sure from the day that I am elected forward that Washington State will have an election process that is secure, is filled with integrity, transparency, and truth. That's the number one goal is the truth 
would come out of our elections, and that is certainly not the case. So every single citizen in Washington state, I believe, has the right to know exactly what happened in our election process. So that's the transparency part. And uh, so that's what I'm going to be working for, security, integrity, transparency, and the truth in our election process. That's that's so great to hear because, you know, I see, uh, you know, I've got, pulled your name up on the, the search engine here and was the Tri-City Herald, which I think is a pretty socialistic rag. They wanted to say that you use tax dollars to go to the, the Mike Lindell election symposium, correct? Well, they did. I actually pre-filed uh, to have that paid for uh, with state dollars. It was a pre-approved, but um, the, the originally I went there with a 10-minute PowerPoint presentation, a 10-minute speech, and uh, when I got behind stage, uh, coming close to my turn to speak, the girl who ran, was running the backstage said, Brad, um, we're way behind. Everyone's talked too long. Um, can you take your 10-minute speech and do it in five minutes or less? So I did that, uh, covered the PowerPoint and those points probably in three and a half minutes. But that saved the last 90 seconds to what I felt the Lord had laid on my heart to share with that audience. And it went very well. But uh, when the state of Washington heard that I shared those words, uh, then they uh, rescinded uh, the pre-approval to pay for that trip down there and back, which was fine with me because I felt it was much more important for me to share the truth with that audience than it was to stay politically correct. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I'm not big on spending tax dollars, but to me that seems like a good resource of our using our tax dollars is to send someone to learn. I'm sure you were learning something there and to explain what we got going on here. So shame on, I believe it was the Tri-City Herald. You guys want to give me a call, go ahead. I'll uh, debate you guys on that article at any time. So why Brad Clippert for Secretary of State? What do you have over the other two? Well, you mentioned it uh, in your opener that Julie Anderson uh, supports um, ranked choice voting. I am absolutely positively opposed to ranked choice voting. I've never heard anyone describe or define ranked choice voting without using two words, confusing and complicated, and sometimes they say very confusing and very complicated. I was in a large audience of veterans the other day and asked them, can anyone in this audience explain to this audience what is ranked choice voting? And one person raised their hand and said, I can explain that, and everyone else said, uh, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I think the citizens of Washington State deserve something better that complicated and confusing as their election process. So absolutely positively opposed ranked choice voting. Julie Anderson supports it. So that definitely separates us uh, right there. Uh, Steve Hobbs is a a Democrat. I am a conservative Republican. Steve Hobbs and I served together in Washington State National Guard. I had the, the pleasure and the opportunity to supervise Steve Hobbs when I was Lieutenant Colonel Clippert and he was Major Hobbs. Um, So Steve, thank you for your service to our country. But my fear is that if Steve Hobbs, who was appointed to that position by Governor Inslee, were to retain it, A, we'd have much more of the same, and B, we'd have a less transparent election process than we do today. It was the first Tuesday in July, I think it was July 5th at 1 p.m., the Secretary of State's office in 2022 Open, had an open meeting. It was a telephonic meeting where anyone in the state could join. They proposed a an amendment to the Washington Administrative Code in the Secretary of State's office. 
every single person who testified on that amendment proposal, including myself, testified in opposition to that. Not one person supported the, uh, the idea because we believe that it made our election process less transparent than it would than it is to, it was before. But you know what the Secretary of State's office did under Steve Hobbs, even though every single person uh, called in in opposition to that, uh, who testified in opposition to that Washington Administrative Code amendment, they still pushed it through. So I think Steve Hobbs would be a poor choice because A, we'd have much of the same in terms of the cheating and uh, the corruption that's taking place in our election process, and B, it'd be much less transparent with Steve Hobbs at the helm than it should be because the citizens have a right to know what happened in their election process. Yeah, I, I love hearing transparency, and it's weird that you only hear the words transparency from the right, from the conservatives. To me, if you're a Democrat or a Republican, independent, whatever it is, you want transparency. So to me, the the, the no-brainer vote, if you are a D, R and R, whatever it is, is Brad Clippert for Secretary of State, because who doesn't want to know that your vote counts, that your election was secure, and that you, at any time you can look in and see what's going on, right? And I, I think that was perfectly stated by you. This is not a partisan issue. This is not a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, or any other party uh, issue. This is an issue that is nonpartisan because you are exactly correct. Every single person who casts a vote in Washington State has the right to know that their vote counts and it won't be manipulated by anyone else. And in the end of the process, they have a right to uh, be able to see the process openly of what exactly happened so they know that that uh, process was secure, that it was filled with integrity, and, uh, of course, the transparency then will be seen, and that it was truthful and honest and not manipulated in any way by a machine, uh, by ballot stuffing or anything like that. Amen. I love to hear that. So I know another question a lot of people are going to have, and this just hit me, is, and I'm a recent transplant. I've been in Washington about 11 years. And where I came from, California, let's not talk about that much, though. We Back then, we didn't have this uh, motor registration, the mail-in ballot like Washington State has. So I know a lot of people are going to ask you, can you get rid of the mail-in ballot, the, uh, the DMV registration voter, right away? Or is that something Secretary of State would have to take back to the legislation? Well, that is something that the Secretary of State's office has to take back to the legislation because we have election laws and the only entity, because we have three branches of government. We have the executive branch, the judicial branch, and then the legislative branch. And the legislative branch is the only branch of the government that can bring forward bills that can be passed into law. That's the, the branch that I serve in at this time. If elected to Secretary of State, I am going to have to lobby my fellow legislators, or then at that point they would be um, legislators that I used to serve with mm -hmm. in the legislature, and encourage them, you need to make this election process more transparent, more secure, filled with integrity and truth, which it does not have now. This is how we could do it together, because this is what the voters have said they want from you, from us. That's awesome. And also what I'm getting from that is it's on us, the electorate, to get out to our state reps, whoever it is, Republican or Democrat, and say that we want this changed. To me, I think it's just crazy that you register for your DMV and you're, you get a, an, uh, you're registered to a vote. Absolutely, positively 
of uh, Brad Clipper with the Secretary of State, I would do everything within my power to make sure that motor voter goes away and that every single citizen casts a vote in Washington State is in fact a U.S. citizen. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are a constitutional republic. The word democracy does not you won't find it anywhere in the Constitution. We are a constitutional republic. The elected officials work for you, so it's time for you to stand up, speak out, and tell your elected officials to get this right. So good. Thank you for that. So we had Bob McCaslin on, who is he's stepping down from his legislative role and going running for our county auditor, and I pray that Bob gets that. But I, I asked him, you know, Give me some of the highlights from your time in legislation, and maybe you could share with everybody out there some of the, the bills you worked on, some of the high points, the low points, whatever it may be. I just I, I'm fascinated by the, the political process and government at the same time. Well, I love Bobby McCaslin. He's a great guy. He and I have worked together ever since the day that he was first elected to office. And uh, he's and we're such good friends that he's even spent spent the night at my home. So uh, Bobby is a great person to vote for. I encourage each and every person uh, who lives in Spokane County to vote for Bob McCaslin. Um, so the, the, you talked about, can the Secretary of State uh, do this all by themselves? They cannot. It's going to take the legislature. It's going to take the governor uh, working together uh, to get make this happen. However, uh, people have asked me, well, how can you do this, Brad? Well, I share with him that one year I was sitting in the Judiciary Committee after the committee was over. Uh, I served on that committee for 14 years. And the chair of the committee asked the group that had been that was left behind, because not everyone was, was there. And she asked the question, do you know who passed more bills? What member of the Washington State House of Representatives, Washington State House of Representatives passed more bills this year than anybody else? And they guessed these several uh, people from the majority party. And she said, no, Brad Clippert hmm. passed more bills this year than any other member of the Washington State House of Representatives. So not that Brad Clippert's anything great, but I hope hopefully that will show people that my ability to influence, influence positively my fellow legislators to get things done. That's awesome. Because, I mean. It's got to be a battle when you're over there to get bills passed because we are we're in a blue state over here. We're behind enemy lines, I like to say, and I appreciate that. To me, that says you have a, a work ethic. You know, the 34 years in the military will also prove that the, the school resource officer, the master's degrees. You like to work. It seems like you, you were probably born near a farm or on a farm, I'd assume, in Sunnyside, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely correct. Uh, born and raised, uh, born in Sunnyside, raised on several of my dad's farms. Um, average around five hours of sleep a night because um, I am not afraid of hard work. In fact, um, if I've done a good day's worth of work, at the end of the day, I feel good in my heart and my soul that I have worked hard. And uh, so, yeah, work does not uh, scare me at all. Willing to do that. And the number one thing that I learned in the legislator. Uh, that's most valuable and, and the most useful tool of all is respect. And so I've worked well and respectfully with my fellow legislators, and I think that's one reason why I've been able to get so much done. That's awesome. So I don't, I don't know if we have a lot of independents or Democrats that listen to the show, but if you're out there listening and you know some people like that, I mean, let's, let's write in Brad Clippert for Secretary of State. And as we transition from that, do you have any – you said the uh, the Republican Party has endorsed you. Anybody else that's endorsed you going into this write-in 
election here? Well, many people have. Uh, of course, Bob McCaslin has. Rob Chase has. Representative Rob Chase. Um, Representative Jim Walsh has endorsed Brad Clipper. Uh, I could name several other people uh, who are elected officials who have the Washington State Republican Party. Uh, they have an executive board, 23 members on the state party executive board, 23 out of 23. That is a unanimous decision was made by that Washington State Republican Party executive board to endorse Brad Clippert as the Republican write-in for secretary of state. And now 32 of 39 counties, Republican parties have done the same. Well, what are those other seven waiting on, right? When you say 23 out of 23, I didn't know the GOP could get that organized and get behind somebody. That's an amazing feat right there. If you're, if you're not privileged to what goes on behind the doors of the Republican Party, there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of disagreement. I guess that's the political process as well. But that's amazing. 23 out of 23 on the executive board back you. Uh, congratulations on that. Yeah, I was very, very excited to hear that. And you were correct. They held a special meeting just to vote on that one item, should the Washington State Republican Party endorse Brad Clippert as the Republican write-in candidate and 23 out of 22 unanimous yes vote. And then one other person, when in the primary election, uh, a, a wonderful senator uh, uh, who currently serves as a senator, Washington State senator, uh, got third place, got the most Republican votes. And that wonderful gentleman, has in fact contacted me. Keith Wagner contacted me and said, Brad, if you would like my endorsement uh, to be the Republican write-in for Washington State, you got it. And so I also have Keith Wagner's endorsement, who got more votes than any other Republican in the primary uh, Secretary of State election. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I, Keith Wagner got my vote for Secretary of State. Uh, he, from what I saw, he was the one that had our most in common goals for Secretary of State. So that's that's awesome that he is now supporting Brad Clippert for Secretary of State. That shows the humble nature of that man, and I hope he stays as the a state senator as well then because that's the kind of people we need in government. I do too. He's a great guy. Um, I was the co-chair of the Aviation Caucus with Senator Jim Honeyford. Keith was a member of the, the Aviation Caucus, and uh, Keith flew helicopters for the Navy. Uh, when he was uh, serving our armed forces and I flew helicopters for the Army. So he's just a great man, a great senator, and also a great American who has served uh, our military in the past. So thank you, Keith. Yeah, I could bet you there was some good ribbing there. I'm a Navy aviation structural mechanic myself, so you know I'm, I like to joke with all my Army and Marine buddies that did kind of the same thing. So I can imagine there was good, good-hearted fun between the two of you on that one. Absolutely. And every time the Navy comes to visit the legislature, I make sure to shout out, go Army, beat Navy. Oh, that's coming up here in about a month. I'd have to say yes, go Navy. Yes, it is. Right on. Um, what I wanted to get into next, we got about four and a half minutes left, is the down ballot votes. You said you're a school resource office officer. Sorry. Um, there's probably a lot of school board people being elected this year as well. What can you tell people out there that we need to get involved in the community as a whole, right? As a whole. And, and many of the people who are listening today have probably heard that saying, all it will take for the forces of evil to rule this world is for enough good people to simply do nothing. Mm -hmm. And the good people who are listening to this show today 
are not those kind of people. They're not going to do nothing. They realize that we're a constitutional republic, that the elected officials work for us, but we got to get the right people into office. That's why I'm running for Secretary of State's office, so that we can get an honest, truthful process, get the right people elected to office, whether it's school board, city council, a county council, state legislature, governor's office, president's office. It's extremely important that every single U.S. citizen exercise the right to vote and that they vote uh, for people who are going to do the right job and fight for truth and justice. Yeah, so true. And, you know, speaking with you today and I like to use different scripture throughout my life. And for the last year and a half or so, it was Isaiah 6, 8, right? Whom will go forward for us? And Isaiah says, here am I, send me, Lord. Right? I think just listening to your life story and your bio, you've answered that call so many times. And I think a lot of people think, well, maybe that just means to share the gospel. Yeah, sharing the gospel is our first job. But God is sending us each out into our own mission fields to get Christianity back into America, correct? Absolutely, positively correct. That's one of my favorite scriptures. So is Jeremiah 1 5. It says, Before I ever formed you in your mother's mm. womb, I knew you. I appointed you. I set you apart. And then if you go to Ephesians uh, 2 10, it says, For we are formed uh, in his image uh, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So even before he created us, he had a plan for our lives, a plan of service. And uh, I want to one day arrive in heaven and see his beautiful face, and have him say to me, and look me in the eye and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Amen, Brad, that is awesome. We are really kindred spirits, because Jeremiah 1.5 is also one of my favorites. Um, next time you're in Spokane, we definitely have to get together. Let me buy you lunch or something like that. This has uh, been a great opportunity to get to know you a little bit more and let everybody know what you're about as you are running for a write-in for Secretary of State. So we have about a minute left, Brad. Can you just give us some final thoughts on why everybody should write your name in on the uh, ballot this year? Well, you've said it correctly, and that's exactly correct. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to see Brad Clipper's name on your ballot. You will not see Brad Clipper's name on your ballot. What you're going to have to do is go down your ballot to the Secretary of State's office. You'll see a blank line be below those other two names. You will have to write in Brad Clipper, B-R-A-D-K-L-I. P-P-E-R-T, and then fill in the little box next to it. Then you will have voted for Brad Clippert, a conservative Republican, to serve you in your Secretary of State's office. That is perfect. Everybody, remember that. Write in Brad Clippert, K-L-I-P-P-E-R-T, for Secretary of State. I've got to say, for whatever it is, my endorsement is behind Brad Clippert. Everybody here in the on this show, we're going to be writing on Brad Clippert for Secretary of State. Once again, sir, I thank you for everything you've done for the state of Washington, for this great nation, and I pray that you come out victorious in the end on November 8th. Well, I put my, my life in God's hands, and our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Amen. Thank Amen. you again for your time. Everyone out there, remember, till next time, be sober, be vigilant. To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying to an